Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. Today we're going to talk about the impact big changes can have on our self-identity. We'll explore why we're so attached to the labels we give ourselves and that other people give us and how seeing our identities as more malleable can help us weather the storms that life inevitably sends our way. My grandmother had played the violin in an Indian classical tradition growing up, and when my mom immigrated to this country in the 1970s, she brought my grandmother's violin with her. And I remember one day she went up to the attic and brought the violin down, and she had only meant to show it to me. But I immediately took to the instrument and asked my mom for a pint-sized violin of my own. I immediately was on the fast track to trying to become a concert violinist. When I was nine years old, I started studying at the Juilliard School of Music in New York. And when I was a teenager, the violinist Itzhak Perlman asked me to be his private violin student. And then one day, my dreams ended in a moment. I had a sudden hand injury Um, after which doctors told me I could never play the violin again. And what I realized in that moment was that my identity was tethered to the violin, to being a violinist. And so when I lost the ability to play, I really do feel like I lost a considerable part of myself. And I wasn't really sure how to think about who I was or who I could be without it. There's a concept in cognitive science called identity foreclosure, and it refers to the fact that we can lock ourselves into a very specific identity in adolescence, but that actually can persist well into adulthood. And looking back, I absolutely fell prey to identity foreclosure. I was first and foremost a violinist. And I think one thing that helped guide me through that transition was to 
start to see my identity as more malleable, as something that could change over time. And I think my best friend along the way was, was having an open mind, being exploratory, talking to other people about what their passions were, just trying to see a world outside of the violin, which had been my world for so long. One lesson that I learned from my own experience, losing something that I loved that I want to share with listeners, is to try and think about the features of the pursuit that you like and to attach your identity to those features rather than the thing itself. So when I reflect on what it is that I loved about playing the violin, I realized that ultimately it was human connection that really got me to light up. I could go on a stage in front of thousands of strangers and I had the ability to make them feel something they had maybe never felt before. And that was such a powerful feeling and it's when I realized, okay, it's human connection that really makes me tick. I was able to find that trait in other pursuits even when I lost the ability to play the violin. I found it as a cognitive scientist and studying the science of what it means to be human and, and to connect with other people. And I found it with my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, which is all about forging deep human connections with guests that I invite onto my show. So I would urge listeners who are going through an unexpected change or a turbulent time to ask themselves, what is my through line? If I strip all of the activities that I engage with down to their core, what still exists? And try to find that trait in as much of what you do as you can. That's all for today. Next time, I'll talk more about what happened after my career as a violinist ended and how we can forge new paths when life just doesn't turn out the way we hoped it would. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back here soon. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. If you're here, I assume you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on this show and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering all of your questions and giving advice on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you'll join us soon.